0: And now, the host of the longest running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going
2: to finish it for
0: me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez.
3: Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking for the world of MMA. Yes, straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Airways, having defended that title off for better than three decades. So straight up today, we're talking UFC 185. It's in the books, folks. A new lightweight champion has been crowned. Stunning upset. Rafael Dolcino' is taking the... Lightweight 155-pound championship away from Mr. Uh, Anthony Pettis, which was a stunner, folks. I mean, everybody was calling Pettis the best fighter pound for pound, including myself, because I don't consider John Jones the best fighter pound for pound in the world. I put an asterisk next to name after those last drug tests in December and January, but I'm telling you, Pettis looked like he was unbeatable. But then again, Clay Guida got him on the ground a couple of years ago. And Clay Guida sort of beat him up on the ground, so maybe his ground game wasn't all that great. But I thought he improved on that, but not enough. Rafael Dos Anos took him apart last night. We'll talk about that five-round zip, a new lightweight champion in the UFC. But we got UFC 185. we got UFC 186 right around the corner, of course. Aldo, Jose Aldo, the Brazilian champion, 145 pounds, taking on the great Conor McGregor in July. They're going on a 12-city tour. Take that back, a 12-country tour. The UFC is starting to do this big stuff, making mega, mega, mega events. MMA going through the roof right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Live, coast-to-coast, open phone lines, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878. 7529, the Twitter thing at Sports Byline USA. This is Ring Talk live worldwide. This is my baby Natalie.
4: It winds from Chicago to LA, more than 2,000 miles all the way. Get your kicks on the roof.
6: If you have ever dreamed of visiting the Irish countryside, now is the perfect time to join YMT Vacations on their 12-day Best of Ireland tour, offering primetime departure dates. Your adventure begins when you arrive in historic Dublin. Enjoy a city tour of all the highlights, including the Bank of Ireland and St. Patrick's Cathedral. Then it's on to the Rock of Cashill, Waterford, Cove, Blarney Castle, and Killarney. Then relax on a scenic drive of the spectacular Ring of Kerry. View the picturesque Cliffs of Moher and travel through the beautiful Connemara region. To Kylamore Abbey. Next, it's the Giants Causeway with time to explore the remarkable rock formations, followed by Belfast and a must-see visit to the Titanic Visitor Experience. For reservations and details, call YMT at one 888 457 5770 All this from only $1,399 plus tax and includes hotels, 16 meals, and professional driver guide. Low-cost airfare available too. Call today, one 888 457 5770 or visit YMTVacations.com. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at one eight hundred three one six one seven three eight. 316 1738 That's one eight hundred three one six one seven three eight. 316 1738 Get your free information by dialing one eight hundred three one six one seven three
0: eight. 316 1738 That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Started it off. Right there, Rock to.
2: Amazing that Frankie Edgar was able to recover under that at all. And he's Lucky got marriage.
0: match. Now, more of Ring Talk with
7: Pedro Fernandez. Now, just get it through your heads that the pressure's on. For you, I just wouldn't give a nickel.
8: The darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on The man of the hour
4: has an air of great power The dudes have ended him for so long
3: when I was knocking out all bums and winning Golden Glove Championships, my mother said, it's not a shame. Don't be ashamed. You need to brag. I'm not bragging when you're telling the truth straight up between the Ring Talk Live Worldwide all across America, Canada, Puerto Rico, the fabulous world, of course, via the Internet. And, of course, the Internet now in 160 countries. You can catch us at sportsbyline.com But an easy way to listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide or any of these sports Byline shows is to go to iHeartRadio.com, download the iHeartRadio app, and take Ring Talk or any of the sports byline shows Ron Barr and going on and on all the different shows we got here Rick Tittle and you can take us anywhere you go on your smartphone or your tablet or your PC straight or your Mac anything any way you want to go iHeartRadio's got it going on iheartradio.com download the free app now let's go to USD 185 the main event Rafael Dos Anjos coming in at 23 and 7 a decisive underdog well guess what he won every round, every minute of every round last night against the best fighter in the world, as I was saying yesterday. <laughs> what a difference 24 hours makes. Anthony Pettis, now 18-3, and three, hadn't lost in a while, but, of course, lost to Clay Guida. And speaking of uh, Clay Guida, Clay guidas he's always been in these exciting fights. You heard that, that little sound clip of him and Frankie Edgar, one of those exciting fighters. But, of course, he's seen his better days, and hopefully he's uh, going to stay retired. Um but you look at this entire weight class, 155 pounds, I think things are going to happen as far as Pettis coming back is concerned. Um, I just don't know. I mean, Rafael Dos Anjos had his number last night. And Dos Anjos now becomes the second Brazilian champion. Of course, Jose Aldo, the aforementioned World Featherweight Champion, was taken on Conor McGregor in July at UFC 189. We'll talk about that in depth in just a couple of minutes. But um, he's the other Brazilian champion, of course. And the UFC started in Brazil. I mentioned that earlier. Helio Gracie started this with his, his brother, I think, Carlos Gracie, back about 1929, 1930. And, of course, it evolved into what we know now. Uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu has evolved into what we know now as the uh, ultimate fighting championships. But straight up, last night, Rafael Del Saino's given props. He schooled Anthony Pettis in a very, very major, 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 major upset. Um, a young lady whose name is hard to pronounce. In fact, I watched my co-host last night. Dominant Big D Jimenez struggled with this one because I said, Can you do it? I can't do it. Joanna Jezerek, we'll just put it to you that way because if we're to spell her name, I'll blow your mind. J E D R Z E C Z Y K. Anyway, she uh, took out Carla Espinosa, uh, Esparza, in like almost a blink of an eye, uh, TKO, as far as punches were concerned. And round number two, three minutes and 17 seconds. Take it back four minutes and 17 seconds in. Very good win. For this young lady, she becomes the first women's strawweight champion of the UFC. Of course, the UFC, a couple of years ago, we'll never have women. We'll never have women. And now the most prolific fighter in the world of MMA is their female champion. I'm talking about Ronda Rousey. Yes, we'll mention some Ronda a little bit later in the show as well. But that's 115 pounds as far as this new women's champion is concerning. She's 9-0 out of Poland. Johnny Hendricks, former welterweight champion, was back in action. He was the winner over Matt Brown. Heavyweight action, Alistair Overeem. Remember him? The steroid guy, the guy that went from like light heavyweight and being skinny to like 260 and looking buffed and all that kind of crazy stuff when he was the Showtime Strike Force Grand Prix heavyweight title holder. I mean, he did all kinds of good stuff there, right? Then he got sort of like exposed because once they started testing him and he got caught a couple of times, you know, hey, guess what? All of a sudden he started to become human. Well, last night he won a fight and they have been testing him regularly. He beat Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson a guy that you'll never accuse of being on steroids. I call him big country. He's got a big gut on him. But the decision was unanimous, going across 30 to 27. That means three rounds to zip. Another fight on the uh, on the card that was sort of a bit of a surprise. Ross Pearson knocking out Sam Stout in the second round, a minute and 33 seconds. Those are lightweight. So that is the world of MMA as far as the UFC 185 is concerned. Kyle Kingsbury, the king himself, Triple K, King Kyle Kingsbury, We'll be here in probably about mm, seven or eight minutes. We'll talk the UFC future and what happened last night as far as UFC 185 is concerned. But this this tour for UFC 189, of course, I'm talking about the July, July 11th bout between Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, we've got some great audio. Conor McGregor is probably one of the best uh, stand-up guys there ever be in the world of combat sports. Like a Muhammad Ali almost. I mean, really. And sharp. I mean, like his story. He knows his stuff. Like. Like Mike Tyson, the boxing historian. Anyway, Conor McGregor, the mouth that roared out of Ireland, of course, will challenge Jose Aldo on July 11th for the World Featherweight 145-pound championship. And they're going on tour. They're going on tour. March the 20th, they'll be in Rio de Janeiro. Take that back. Yeah, Rio de Janeiro. March 23rd, they'll be in Las Vegas. March 24th, they're in Los Angeles. March 25th, they're in Boston. March 26th, they're in New York City, the Big Apple at the, Bacon, at the Beacon Theater. OK, all these events are free and open to the public, Okay, except for the L.A. tour. That's going to be media only on March the 24th. Why are they doing it? I don't get this. Anyway, they should open the public up to all these events as far as these pre-fight press events are concerned, because that's the way you generate interest. You get people talking about it. I was there. They tell somebody else. One person tells 10 people before you know it. There's 100 people knowing because one person showed up to a mega event as far as a press conference was concerned. We'll continue March the 27th. Toronto, Canada. That's at the uh, Eaton Center. It's going to be Jose Aldo and McGregor, and I guess Robbie Lawler uh, will be there as well. And of course, he is the reigning uh, world 170 pound champion. Straight up, it's going to be a fantastic fight as far as Lawler and McDonald's concerned. But Aldo McGregor, that's going to be the that's going to be the bomb, I think, of 2015. March 29th, uh, McGregor will be in Ireland. March 29th, Aldo will be in London doing different events as far as uh, Chile on Brazil as the Emirates Stadium as far as a soccer game is concerned. And uh, McGregor's going to attend some some uh, EFA e- European championships. That'll be in the Republic of Ireland when they're taking on Poland. That'll be in Dublin. So that's both on the 29th. That's why they can't get together and do it together. But on the 30th, they'll be in uh, London again. Back, I'm talking about McGregor and uh, and Aldo at the England Press Arena. That's what they're calling this as far as the website's concerned And they conclude things March thirty first in Dublin, Ireland, the fan event, the convention center in Dublin. I'm talking about Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor, and I figure that's going to draw about ten to fifteen thousand people. Ten to fifteen thousand at least. If it doesn't draw fifteen thousand people, I'll eat my hat. I'm I'll eat I t eat I'm serious. I think it'll draw fifteen thousand people. This guy is the Muhammad Ali, the Bruce Lee. The Manny Pacquiao, you name it, you throw it all together. Brock Lesnar, he's everything when it comes to the country of Ireland. The great Conor McGregor challenging Jose Aldo. July the 11th, UFC 189. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. It's 1-800-878-7529. Big shout out to Ricky. Right on, listen on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
4: We all know healthcare has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. Call Lear Capital now 800-631-9229
9: Attention catheter users Stop reusing dirty catheters Catheters are now disposable Recent changes in Medicare Now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month All at little or no cost to you We bill Medicare Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1 800 399 9018. Call 1 800 399 9018 today. Deductibles and copay supply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90 day order.
10: Now,
0: more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
8: Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool
7: bar.
0: In a few minutes, honey.
7: Come on, mind made up, Come on, you can get it. Get it, get it, get it, get it.
3: Little audio clip of the dragon Leona Machida in action, taking on Luke Rockhold. UFC on Fox, April the eighteenth, from Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. UFC on Fox. That'd be like UFC on Fox, like a Ten now. Wow, three years straight up. We go to the uh, Silicon Valley area of the world. I'm talking about San Jose, California, and bringing Mr. Kyle Kingsbury, the King. How are you, Kyle?
2: I'm doing great, Pedro. How are you?
3: Fine. How's the, How's the baby coming?
2: Oh, it's coming along. Everything's going great. No, no complications. Everything looks good. Life is happy. Life is good. Life is not good for
3: Anthony Pettis this morning.
2: Not at all. What happened there? You know, I think, uh, I think it was one of those one of those deals where probably he matched up better against uh, Dos Anjos. Had he not been clipped so early, but I mean, Dos Anjos came out. He put hard pressure, and he got him. He got him early, and he tagged him, and he and he hurt him. And in that, you saw the the fight just snowball in his favor as Pettis slowed down. And, you know, I mean, you get cracked in the noggin. It slows you down just as much as a leg kick does. I mean, you start getting taking those shots early on, and all of a sudden your timing's off. You never quite get comfortable. And that's what it looked like to me.
3: Major upset as Brazil captures the second UFC title. Of course, the only other champion they have is Jose Aldo. But in some, in some people's minds, he was like a 4 or 5 to 1 underdog. Were the odds really – the odds – did, did his talent deserve those long odds? I,
2: You know, I, I still would have put those odds at that because look what Pettis has done, and look at who he's done it, done it against. You know, he finished Benson Anderson. He finished Gilbert Melendez, and, I mean, those, those were just incredible fights where you're like, damn, we knew this guy was a great striker, but now look at him finish these guys with the ground game, and he was so well-versed, and uh, Dos Anjos has done, uh, he's done well, you know, and he's... he's He's, uh, I think, won eight of his last nine fights. But I don't think anybody expected him to come out, other than maybe the Brazilians, for for him to come out and just lay it to him like that. I mean, it was completely dominant.
3: Okay. So does Pettis come back? Does he get his act together, or is, is the, has the uh, shell been cracked?
2: I think he comes back stronger. He's still young, and he's still hungry, and he wants a legacy. Um, you know, but that's not the last we see of Pettis, not by any means. Okay.
3: The co-feature was a woman's straw wave out. And I remember a couple of years ago, Dana White said on the show, there'll be no women in the UFC. And now the most prolific fighter in the UFC happens to be a woman in the rowdy one, Ronda Rousey. But Joanna, whatever her last name is, the Polish chick, I can't. Can you say her last name? <laughs> no. J-E-D-R-Z-E-J-C-Z-Y-K. I'm not even going to try. We tried last night. We'll just call her Joanna J. Anyway, she took out Carlos Bars in the second round. Chicks fighting at 115, good-looking chicks, bringing sex into MMA. I'm all for it, Kyle.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Everybody likes to see pretty girls get beat up. It's not <laughs> bad. <laughs>
3: and Johnny Hendricks came back with a unanimous win over, over Matt Brown. Did Johnny show the fire that could bring him back to the 170-pound crown?
2: Oh, there's no question. And anybody who saw that fight thought, uh, you know, he should have been granted an automatic rematch. Um you know, I I, th- I like the fact that they made him fight again to get the rematch, and and he's well deserving of the rematch. Uh, I, I love Matt Brown; he's a buddy of mine. We've we've been on a couple tours with the troops together, and he's super talented. And but even with that, you just see that level of wrestling that's unsurpassed. And Hendrix he, he I think he's the best at one seventy.
3: Okay, I'm going to lead you into a steroid segment. In this next segment, of course, uh, Renzo Gracie saying some shocking things this week to a. Japanese news service. We'll get to that in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But speaking of steroids, Alistair Overeem, has been having to go some uh, random testing a little bit more than average, defeated Roy Big Country Nelson, a guy that you'll never see on steroids, uh, 30 to 27 across the board. Big Country didn't bring it, huh?
2: No, you know, it looked like he had him there a couple times up against the fence, and and uh, the ream was just balking intelligently. He had, you can, I really think you can see the effect of Greg Jackson and, and Mike Wigglejohn now cornering uh, Alistair Overeem. His footwork's better, his pacing is better, his aggression in and out, you know, and, and really just picking and choosing his shots is much different than we've seen in the past.
3: Ross Pearson uh, took out Sam Stout. I thought Sam Stout was going to put up a better fight. Tonight. He got knocked out in the second round, a minute and 33 seconds in. Any surprise there, Kyle?
2: No, I think Ross is really talented Uh, uh boxing. You know, his hands have, have continued to improve over time, and, and uh, he's very comfortable in the pocket, and he's got lightning-quick hands with power. So I I saw that coming.
3: Kyle Kingsbury is our guest, folks. Of course, Kyle is featured uh, on this show as many times as I can get him, but he's also at Facebook, Facebook.com. He's an expectant father. We expect it to be in May or June, or what?
2: May 16th, my brother.
3: May 16th. Of course, the kids are going to be doing radio before you know it, and we have a great time. The bottom line is, yeah, Kyle Kingsbury bringing a baby into the world, his lady bringing a baby into the world, May the 16th. Now, looking at the rest of the UFC schedule before we get to the steroid issue in the next segment, um, UFC Fight Night is going to Rio de Janeiro. Of course, they're going all over. They're going to Poland they're with Mirko Kropop and, Goza- and Gabriel Gonzaga, too. I mean, they're going all over the world, Australia, they're really making their international mark. This sport continues to grow, but I'm going to ask you about it. I'll just ask you right now. Can the sport continue to grow if all these guys keep getting popped for steroids?
2: Yeah, it can. But, uh, you know, the more the more, uh, hang-ups you have like that, the more change is necessary. And obviously, um, you know, they, they were looking for a loophole, and that's why they started with the TRT thing and the testosterone use exemptions, and, hey, we can make this legal, and then it's fine. And uh, you saw all these former champions start getting their testosterone use exemptions, and it rose the red flag. But with the Fox deal and with the new media coverage, there was a big push. Like, hey, no other major sports are doing this. Are you, how are you guys the only one doing this? You know. And because of that backlash, they had to remove all that. And I think as the sport continues to grow and, and it becomes more worldwide, there's going to be continued push from the media to say, hey, we need random testing. You know, You can't keep having guys pop positive and then act like it's no big deal in your sport because it is a big deal.
3: Okay, the UFC is going to come with a new plan beginning in July where they're going to test all 500, people, 500 guys on the roster on a random basis. Uh, I, You know, I, I think that's all fine and dandy, but uh, seeing is believing. Because, you know, I mean, when, when Hector Lombard shows up for a fight and you look at Hunter Hector Lombard and he's 37 years old, Kyle, and you and I know what bodies look like, this and that, but you look at him and he's 37 years old and he's all cut up like that, uh, riveting muscles, all, you got to think to yourself, there's something going on here. I mean, Dana White's not an idiot, is he? No.
2: No, but, you know, just like in baseball, do they really want to catch these guys? I don't think so. I think for especially when you're talking about top-tier talent, uh, they're going to go to bat form, you know, just like with John Jones. Nobody, nobody even mentioned the fact that he had the testosterone of an 86-year-old man and what, what does that mean? How do you get the testosterone in an 86-year-old man? Well, it's by supplementing and raising it, and then you jump off in time, and all of a sudden you've got none of your own testosterone because your boys have shriveled up and they're not working properly.
3: Either that or he's the best-looking
2: 86-year-old man in the world. And the most talented, gifted athlete ever at 86 years <laughs> old.
3: <laughs> We're talking about John Jones for you people listening on 3WB. Of course, he is your... Atlanta GA world light heavyweight heavy, light heavyweight champion taking on Anthony Rumble Johnson later in the year, but steroids, of course, Hector Lombard popping positive for steroids. Now Anderson Silva is going to come out and say uh, the plausible denial thing. Well, the doctor told me to take it. I didn't know what I was taking. Doesn't matter, does it?
2: No, it doesn't matter. And, and like I said, we've seen. I, I don't think Anderson ever took anything in his entire career until now. I truly believe that. But. Just because you have an injury and you want to come back and you're a little older, that doesn't make it okay. You know. And, and certainly in his circumstance, obviously, he just couldn't let it go. And A lot of guys can't let it go. But you still got to punish it. You can't just say, hey, man, just because you're old and you come off this injury, we'll let it slide. No, it's got to be punished the same as anyone else would be.
3: Last week, boxing was on NBC television. Keith <clears throat> Thurman was involved, Robert Guerrero, Adrian Broner, and a lesser name, the lesser name got 500 grand. The other guys got all over a million bucks. Is, there, is that kind of money being spread around the UFC?
2: Not at all. Not at all. In fact, uh, well, I was talking to um, uh, one of the guys from the NFL Players Union, and, you know, of course, they went on strike in order to get 55%. The players wanted 55% of the pie, and the owners got 45%. Our numbers are closer to 12% to the fighters, between 12 and 15% to the fighters, and 85% to the owners. So across the board of, of all major sports, the, uh, the sliver that's given to the fighters is far, far less, and, in, and including combat sports. Boxing is a much bigger slice of the pie, goes to the boxers rather than the promoters, um, even on the big ones, you know, especially with the fights like the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, you're looking at 70% to the boxers and 30% to the owners and the uh, promoters.
3: And that's the way it should be because, you know, these guys are putting their lives on the line, both the women and the males, and they deserve to get compensated a whole lot better. And, you know, I, I'm looking at some of these figures like Ronda Rousey only pulling hundred grand for a recent fight at the Staples Center. That's got to be wrong. Isn't she, isn't she getting some, some type of stock options from the station casino or something or what?
2: Well, they're they're always going to say, Oh, but we, we, we do the big uh, locker room bonus. That's the uh, undisclosed, and you guys don't know. I'll, I'll tell you, other than winning a fight of the night, my biggest locker room bonuses have been three grand. In my whole career, I've been locker room bonus three grand multiple times. And even when I had a 28-second knockout against Ricardo Romero at the MGM uh, Grand uh, Center, still three grand. It didn't matter if I won fantastically or if I barely won, three grand. So when you hear about, and obviously, you know, Ronda's being in the main event, they love her, they want to take care of her. I'm betting she's getting more than three grand in the locker room, but it still doesn't make up for the fact that her base pays $100,000. I mean, that's a slap in the face when you're talking about a main eventer who single-handedly has brought up the women's division. People watch women fight because of Ronda Rousey.
3: No, I think that women watch MMA now because of Ronda Rousey. Women are women are getting hooked. Women will watch men fight. But I think the, the lure, the, 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 the fish on the hook was Ronda Rousey. I think she's done a great job. Kyle Kingsbury is our guest, folks. We're talking MMA up until the top of the hour, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, and, of course, Twitter at uh, Sports Byline USA. At Sports File USA. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Tower of Power to the break. Guess what? You ought to be having some fun. Wow. Well, you ought
4: to be having fun. Yeah, yeah. Your on the, run the best things in life are Hello, Mr.
1: Green. Remember that electronic device you donated or traded in? The computer with all your bank statements and passwords you think you erased. The phone with all the lovely family photos you think you wiped. You didn't use TechErase, did you? Lucky for me. Had you used TechErase's secure digital shredding process, I wouldn't have been able to steal your identity. So say hello to the new Mr. Green. And thanks for all the gifts you're about to buy me. Don't let this happen to you. Visit TechErase.com now to protect your identity, family, and business. Enter code SPORTS for 25% off secure erasing services for a limited time.
9: Why does businessman Bob Kaufman stay at La Quinta Inns and Suites? Because only La Quinta sends Bob a ready-for-you alert the second his room is ready. And when Bob knows exactly when he can check in and refresh before a monster of a meeting, do you know what he does?
0: And it just comes down to digital flexibility. In conclusion,
9: Cannonball! Woo, he makes a big splash. La Quinta is ready for you, so you'll be ready for business. The ready-for-you alert only at LQ.com.
8: 800
10: from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low, you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Stand-up battle so
9: far. Man, you're right, Joe. Mike Brown, she's so tight with his strap.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. How does Chael
3: Sonnen approach John Jones?
0: Uh, Same as everybody else. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass.
3: Fitting comeback. As I think Chael Sonnen needed Perry Mason as far as his dealings with the UFC was concerned. Of course, now he's a... TV Sportscast and wish him the very best of luck. Kyle Kingsbury is my guest calling of course from Silicon Valley, USA. Kyle, um, how's the American Kickboxing Academy going down there?
2: It's going good. Luke's getting ready. He feels feels great. Talking to him recently, he's uh he's looking sharp as ever.
3: Okay. Before we get to the upcoming USC schedule, Randy Couture was in the news this week. Of course, he's a former light heavyweight and heavyweight champion of the USC saying he'll train uh, Leila Ali for a fight with Ronda Rousey. Now, Leila Ali was popping off saying that she could beat Ronda and that you know she was too big for Ronda, so Ronda shouldn't even think about fighting her. And then Ronda said, bring it, baby. So, I mean, technically, if, if, if Leila Ali wants to get lit up like the White House Christmas tree, I'm all for it because I'm not a big fan of hers.
2: Yeah, that would be that would be an ugly fight and in favor of Ronda. I'd love to see that.
3: You know, she uh she appeared on my show when I was with KMBR, I guess about... Down 10, 15 years ago, she was she was like just talking about boxing and being Ali's daughter and that kind of stuff. And she told me, it's 8.15 tonight. She goes, you know, I'm up a She said this on the air. She goes, you know, this is past my bedtime. I said, really? So we can terminate the conversation right now if you'd like. She didn't know what to say. For the one time in her entire life that Ali did not know what my... Leila Ali did not know what to say. But Layla Ali and Ronda Rousey. Now, speaking of Ronda Rousey, she um, cooked out Kat Sagano in 12 seconds. I thought that Cat's Saw an opportunity there, and Cat went for it, and Cat got caught.
2: Yeah, that was just a backfiring of, of sorts. She, she, I love the aggression. Obviously, it, it pays off in a lot of fights. Dos Anjos had that aggression, and it paid off for him. But when it goes bad, it goes real bad. And Ronda just soaked her right up, took all her force, and that's the beauty of judo.
3: 13-second, 12-and-a-half-second fight. Um, you know, I mean, what do you say after a 13-second fight as far as like. I mean, you, you, you finish fights in 28 seconds. Uh, do you go back to training on a normal basis? Uh, are you, are, I mean, you're basically you're in shape and you haven't done anything.
2: It, you know what? It, just, it really depends where you're at. You know, if there's opportunities for another quick fight, then you just go right back into training. You stay sharp, no drinking, no partying, and just stay, you know, stay ready for the next one. Or sometimes if you know you've been fighting a lot and you feel like your body deserves a rest, you know, Ronda might have been banged up from camp, and she might have little ticky-tack injuries. She doesn't want them to become nagging things, so she forces herself to take a break.
3: Good point. Of course, she's going to shoot a movie as well. We're talking about the rowdy one, Ronda Rousey. And when I say she's the most prolific fighter in MMA right now, am I, am I pushing the envelope too far?
2: Eh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I, go, I go with Jones, but I can definitely see the argument for Ronda. Just because, but I, again, you know, you look at competition. Jones is the best pound for pound in the world because of who he's done it against. You know, it's not like uh, the, the, the late, you know, one right after another when Ronda runs through these people, it's not like they're all UFC Hall of Famers. And that's what John Jones is doing. He's running through UFC Hall of Famers. So. Yeah, but, but now
3: we've got to put an asterisk next to everything he does because of the, that drug
2: test. Yeah, I I I think so. I don't I don't know that the majority of fans do, uh, but knowing what that means, I know what it means. You know, I know what time it is, uh, so I I put an asterisk there. But at the same time, how many guys that are that he's going against? You know, where 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 are they all at? You know, like until we have random testing across the board. There's going to be slips through the cracks, and obviously Jones slipped through the cracks on that one.
3: Okay, before we get back to the random testing, I said the USC is going to install this in, in July, July the 15th or something like that. Dos Anos, Rafael Dos Anos fought with a torn MCL last night. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, he, I didn't see it at all. He looked just incredible everywhere, kicking, punching elbows, knees from the clinch, and he never rushed his takedowns. He always had that perfect pace where he just made Pettis believe he was going to stand with him and then got the takedown.
3: What do you attribute to that? You attribute the fact that he's well-schooled, the fact that, you know I mean, because he came in here like just the underdog nobody really thought had a chance, man. I'm sorry, but not too many people were patting him on the back saying, you're going to win, champ.
2: Yeah, it was a great game plan, and he executed it flawlessly. But, I mean, that really goes into the coaching, you know, how how these guys uh, see what Pettis does. In the fights that he wins, see what he does in the fights that he loses, you know, and you analyze the strengths and weaknesses and formulate that game plan going in, and he executed it. You know, you, Tyson talks about everyone has a game plan until they get punched in the face. That's true, but some guys still have that game plan even when they take a lump and they can still fight through it and get the uh, get the win. And Dos Anjos just, did, like I said, right out the gate, hit him hard, and then it snowballed in his favor.
3: Okay, looking at the upcoming USC uh, schedule, get this. They're in Rio on March 21st. They go back to Fairfax, Virginia, April the 4th. April the 11th, they're in Poland. Uh, April the 18th, they're back in New Jersey. And then they return to the house that GSP built. I'm we'll talk about the Bell Center in Montreal, Canada. April the 25th with DTJ Dillashaw and Ron Ambreo too. But um, Damian Maya, and Ryan LaFleur are going to go down in, um, in Rio. What's happening with that? How do you break that down, Kyle?
2: I think Maya wins. I think he's, he's really he's, – he's got a lot of pressure on him, so hopefully that doesn't, uh, it doesn't get in his head. But, I mean, he, he's he been really great, and he's, he's, he's lost some fights and won some fights, he has been hit and miss. But in every fight that I've seen him, you know, he's, he's continued to improve. He's continued to improve his stand-up. He's always had good takedowns for a guy who's specialized in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He kind of just sags and holds the guy's leg until he gets it. I think he's going to win the fight.
3: We're coming back April the fourth, of course, at the Patriot Center in Fairfax, Virginia. Fairfax, Virginia is a hotbed for MMA. Anywhere the UFC is going, they drew two million bucks last night in Dallas. That was the gate. That's not a bad. That's not a bad gate. So out of that two million bucks, you're still telling me the fighters are only getting twelve percent?
2: Well, you also got to consider <laughs> what they make in the pay per views. I understand you know? that.
3: What I'm saying say, you put the entire package together, still only twelve percent.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. That
3: is an amazing figure. Of course. We're talking about the UFC and the pay structure, folks. And you're retired now from the UFC. But so you couldn't say this a year ago, could you?
2: Hell no. And that's why you never hear a peep out of guys that are still under contract. Because
3: <laughs> I remember a year ago, and we sort of like, I tried to dance around this with you. And you were like, yeah, you know, bobbing and weaving and trying to do your best defensive moves to slip the jabs. And I said to myself, he doesn't want to talk about this, okay? There's no doubt about it. Okay, <laughs> USC Fight Night 63, going on April 4th, I said, from Rio de Janeiro. I take that back from Fairfax, Virginia. On top of the main event, Chad Mendez and Ricardo Yamas. Mendez uh, from Sacramento, right?
2: Yeah, little town boy, Team Alpha Male. He's, he's nasty. I love watching this guy fight. He's got a ton of power. He always comes in well-prepped. All those guys are good wrestlers coming out of Alpha Male, and, and I, I think he's just going to run right through Lamas.
3: Yeah, I'm going to skip ahead to, uh, to uh, the fight in April between um... – Oh, man, this is going to be a hell of a fight. Uriah Faber and Frankie Edgar, Then go down, and it'll be in, in the Philippines. I guess Fox Sports is going to do that May the 16th in the Mall of Asia and beside the Philippines. Both these guys had potential title fights in front of them and presented to them, and they turned it down to fight each other. Why?
2: Well, they've, they've kind of gone away from, and uh, they've both said, this isn't a super fight. you know. And, and obviously, super fights really take both guys being champions. Um, that said, it's it's a super fight of sorts because yeah. both these guys are legends and they're both extremely successful. You know, it's not like we're looking at a Frankie Edgar who's lost a step. We're looking at a Frankie Edgar who's at the top of his game, maybe the best we've ever seen him. And Uriah continues to win and impress people. And these guys are going to go at it, and it's going. I mean, it will be fireworks. There's no doubt about it. There's that might be one of the fights of the year.
3: We're talking with Kyle Kingsbury, folks. Open phone lines, coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Twitter thing, at Sports Byline USA. Uh, your buddy, Luke Rocco, taking on the Dragon, Leo DeMashida, April the 18th. Of course, that's the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. UFC returning to Fox. How you, you said earlier training's going well, huh?
2: Yeah, no injuries. Every, I mean, he's, he's looking great. He feels great. And I, I think Luke is really coming into his own. He suffered that really nasty knockout from Vitor, but you see him bounce right back with very impressive victories, and um, I think he's ready to take Machida.
3: I'm going to say this. Anything that Vitor Belfort has done in the past when he hasn't been tested every day is really suspicious, okay? Come on, he was was a, a guaranteed steroid monkey for a long time.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about it.
3: You know, and they're randomly testing him. And, of course, he's going to take on Chris Weidman in the near future. And Chris Weidman is going to light him up like the White House Christmas tree, I think. Does, is is Weidman ever going to get himself together as far as the respect uh, that the MMA world doesn't seem to want to bestow upon him? Will he ever get that respect?
2: Well, it just takes each win, you know. I mean, I, we've talked about this a lot. and. It was like, oh, well, when he beats Anderson the second time, then he'll get the respect, and it's still not the case. And then, all right, well, when he defends the belt against somebody else, then he'll get the respect, and it's still not the case. I think over time you're just going to have to look at this guy's body of work, and it's not like the 185 division is soft. I mean, you see just super talent across the board coming up, and the Cheetahs totally rekindled his career coming down, down in weight. Uh, Luke Rockhold's coming up big time. There's guys to fight. Uh, uh, Jacare Souza as well. There's plenty of guys, and if he clears out the division, there's going to be no arguing with it. UFC
3: 186, the rematch. Renan Boreo, of course, uh, challenging the champion T.J. Dillashaw of the Team Alpha Male team of Sacramento, California. I thought the big fight should have been T.J. Dillashaw and Uriah Faber, but they just couldn't work it. They just couldn't work it out. You know who was going to train who. I think they actually. We're talking about doing it, but they couldn't split up the trainers and things like that. I guess sometimes fights just can't be made in between in a stable.
2: Well, I think uh, that might have been the excuse on paper, but I'm willing to bet it was a money thing. And that's exactly – TJ said it right out the gate. You know, you can get away with talking a little bit more about money when you got the belts around your waist. And he said, if Dana wants to make that fight happen, you do it with money. And so – that was the first words that came out of his mouth about it, and if you don't see that fight happening, that's odd. That's exactly what i got to think that it is. It's got to be a cash issue.
3: Okay, Dillashaw, of course, the 135-pound champion, taking on the former champion, Renan Braille, who he, who he like annihilated over five rounds the last time, just beat him up, beat him to a pulp from the start to the end. Um, Braille had a weight issue. They were supposed to fight a couple of months back. That didn't happen. He sort of fainted a couple of days before the fight, not making the weight. You know, this guy's been making 135 for, like, I don't know, 10, 12 years. And, and that's why I sort of picked Dillashaw to beat him And the upset it was because of the fact he's been making weight that long. Eventually, Kyle, you can't make it and fight.
2: It's a tough. It's very tough. And the bigger it is, the harder it gets. You know, it's always been an issue. That's why they're having the the uh, tough Latin America with uh, Efren Escudero and uh, Kevin Gastelum, two Ultimate Fighter winners that have, have been chronic on failing their weight. Now that now that's what they're going to have to do. They're not going to fight each other, and they're in two different weight classes. But at the end of the season, they got to make weight.
3: April 25th, Dillashaw versus Boreo, of course, that is UFC 186. Also on the card, this is intriguing, Demetrius Johnson and Kiyoshi Haragoshi, but that's not the one I'm talking about. Quentin Jackson and Fabio Maldonado. I think Maldonado is undefeated as a professional boxer. That guy can
2: punch. Yeah, I know from experience he gave me a fractured orbital, but uh, he's he's a bad dude on the feet. He's he's I think he has the highest striking percentage in the history of the light heavyweight division. His the best accuracy. Uh he has power in both hands. He's got an incredible jab. That's the most as a, as as a boxer Pedro, you got to appreciate that jab. He's throwing it to the face, he's throwing it to the body. He's mixing it up. He's he's very fun to watch and and I think that if Rampage comes out and makes it a fight where he uses his wrestling, he uses his Muay Thai clinch, he uses those things, I think he wins the fight. But if Rampage comes out and tries to box with him, I think we're going to slowly see Maldonado pick his ass apart.
3: I think Rampage is done. I think Randy can stick a fork in Rampage. We'll, we'll talk about that after the fight. Michael Bisping, the count, taking on Seabay Dalloway. Is this a crossroads fight for both guys in other words? Like the loser leaves town?
2: Well, it's, it's not necessarily the loser leaves town, but it's the loser leaves the discussion. The loser leaves the discussion of who's going to rise to that top of the, you know, top five. Both these guys are top ten. Uh, CB might have slid out of the top ten uh, after his last loss, but I don't think he deserves it. You know, anytime you you lose that way to Leonardo Machida, I don't think that deserves to, to to drop you very far in position among the rankings, but. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's huge for both these guys because the winner is going to go on and continue to move up the ranks, and the loser is kind of kind of fall out of the top ten and, and maybe not be heard from for a while.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the great Kyle Kingsbury. Find him at Facebook, Facebook.com. Kyle, all the best. Say hello to the, uh, you know, the mommy-to-be and all that kind of good stuff and pat the baby on the belly for me.
2: Will do, brother. Thank you for having me, Pedro.
3: All the best, man. Kyle Kingsbury live on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Sports Byline USA, at Sports Byline USA is our Twitter thing. We got it going on 24-7. You can listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide at SportsByline.com, RingTalk.com. Uh, you can go to iHeartRadio, download the app, and take Ring Talk anywhere you go on your tablet or your smartphone. All kinds of opportunities to listen to the show. Don't miss out on it. The longest-running fight show in history. street. Ring Talk live worldwide 30 plus years. We are a presentation of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.
7: your process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson.
1: If you're looking for the perfect dentist to fit your needs, you need to call the Find My Dentist hotline. We're a free service that finds quality local dentists matched exclusively to your needs. We've been helping customers just like you find the perfect dentist since 1986. Many people want to go to a dentist, but they don't know how to find one that's right for them. So we do all the searching for you. With thousands of quality dentists nationwide, whatever you need, we can help you. From basic services like getting your teeth clean to teeth whitening, getting dentures, braces, and more. Basically, if it involves your mouth, we can find the best dentist for you. We're here 24 hours a day to help, and we even have Spanish agents available. So call now. Call 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735. 800-503-3735.
4: That's 800-503-3735. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800 614 1242. Now, more
0: of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
3: Yes, sir, the horns of the mighty Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking for the world of mixed martial arts. Don't forget, Ring Talk There is live. Saturdays, at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. We combine both boxing and MMA. Then we go to the Sunday two-hour show. You can buy both boxing and MMA, at boxing hour and an MMA hour. Then we go Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on the Sirius XM Satellite Radio Network. And, of course, we go live at 5 p.m. Pacific time for two hours. So lots of ring talk live worldwide. And, of course, it's always at iHeartRadio or sportsbyline.com. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, keep that butt of yours off the canvas of life. We will see you soon. You